Oh, God, it's so good. Mmm. Mmm, so good. Mmm, so good and tasty. Welcome back, buddy. Back yes. on Canadian soil. Thank goodness. Kurt, how was your soul searching journey? Um, well, first of all, I want to say thank you. Yes. I also want to say thank you for our faithful listeners for sticking around. I know we uh, promised another September episode, but mm. uh, time just flies fast. I just uh, realized that I had to catch a plane and uh, um, another episode just wasn't feasible. So um for the, yeah, for the soul searching round two. Um, yeah, I, I think it went a lot better this time. I, uh, I really, I think I did find myself this time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's wow. Okay. Um, what, what was there to be found? You know, like did, uh, did you find yourself, uh, like e pray love kind of way or more of like a, a Rambo, um, fighting against, you know, uh, the man. <laughs> Is that, I, I don't think that's, in indonesia mm. but i don't know i can't remember yeah, all those movies kind he of was in like he was in like <laughs> vietnam wasn't he yeah yeah, yeah. that makes more sense mm. <laughs> he wasn't in bali <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe you never know um, yeah I mean, i'd lean yeah you know i eat pray love too right that's what i've been kind of calling mm. my my journey um because i i consider it like a spiritual successor to the uh, julia roberts film eat pray love which right. is also based on a book which i guess is a based on a true story i just found that out um yeah more eat pray love two part two and uh the way i saw it and if you, if you go on my instagram actually i have a little teaser poster on one of my posts for you pray love too. Oh yeah. But the the way I I kind of saw it is um my trip was like eat pray love the movie except all of Julia Roberts love interests are me and Julia Roberts is also me. Mm-hmm. Other than that like the plot the story the experiences are are relatively similar yeah identical almost right um you know i heard you you met a certain yolanda over there is <laughs> yeah. that right yeah yeah, yeah. yolanda <laughs> yeah yoshi too mm. Don't oh, yoshi. oh my god Twins. two of them yeah <laughs> incredible <laughs> yeah i mean uh that was at the, the tail end of my trip so uh long journey so like on the way there i went Cause I had a, a brief work trip in San Francisco or as the locals call it, um, San Fran. That's right. Uh, and, um, so did I did you try that out there when you came in and like, wow, it's great to be in San Fran. Like, did you, no, did you I was too afraid. Like the so, way yeah. you, the way it's <laughs> it, like it, it wasn't just you that had told me that it was my other friend that had told me that too. Like, mm-hmm. so it, obviously it's like a thing they're they're very adamant and, and firm about mm-hmm. like so i didn't even want to risk it i felt like i was gonna get assaulted 
Yeah, just kicked uh, off the job. <laughs> yeah. Sent back to uh, Canada. Um, yeah, so I had a few days there. So I went Penticton to Vancouver to San Francisco, a few days there, then to Singapore, straight to Singapore. And that's like 16 hours. And then I went straight to Bali, which is another few hours. But on the way back, I also went through Singapore. And I knew that I wanted to spend at least a day or two in the big city. Um, so on the way back, I had a couple of days there. And that's where I met Yoshi and Yolanda. Mm. And so I just, Singapore, oh my goodness, like such an expensive city. Like you go there, you're your bank accounts getting drained whether you like it or not like mm. you you check your bank account and you're just sitting on a bench on the uh, in the park and you check your bank account like the numbers are going down oh, and gosh. you can't even explain <laughs> explain yeah. it like they're they once you cross the border they they're actively kind of have access to your account and you, they just drain you and yeah, so is, is singapore like its own country like how does uh how does that work you know? Yeah, I guess it is. It's kind of weird, but it it is its own country, as I understand it. Like it's separate from, it's separate from Malaysia, I right. believe. Um, and it, it, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, what the hell is Singapore? Because <laughs> what is this? I think it's its own. It's like it's its own city too. It's like city, country, right. province thing. Going like, on. Um, you know, what's the, what's the in three hundred Greece? You know, like Athens. Um, you know, like these, Athens, these the same city, city states. You know, like uh, yeah. Sparta. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It reminded me a little bit, like the closest thing I have to it over here is Vancouver, except I Googled it and apparently Singapore has like over five and a half million people. Christ. But I don't know. It's like a city country thing. And um, yeah, it's kind of odd, um, mm. but it's like, it's very cool. It's like, it feels ahead of its time. It feels like I, I travel forward to the future. It feels like I coming back here. Like, what are we doing over here? Why right. am I not like podcasting on a hover mic or, mm. or sitting in a hover chair, maybe like it right. just floats over with the your, your hover plants. Yeah. And my yeah. own Yoshi and Yolanda delivering <laughs> yeah. waters, but mm. they go over there. It's known for being super clean. Um, I don't know. I guess they're very strict. If you litter, like they'll shoot you or oh, something. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't try that either. That was like rule number two. Not even the, for the pod. For San Fran. San Fran. No, gosh, mm. no. <laughs> didn't want to get arrested again. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, very clean city. Although I did notice some trash. So they're not perfect. They make mistakes. <laughs> you're just taking like you're out there with a the cell phone camera taking yeah. pictures and shit. <laughs> I would probably like I don't know if they would let me leave. They would probably find me. Where mm-hmm. or, or if I were to post that, if I took pictures and posted it on Instagram and said, ha, look at this. Yeah. They would probably track me down. Mm-hmm. Um, very clean though, otherwise, very cool city. Um, and then so the hotel, I just everything's so expensive. And like they don't have much for low-end hotels or hostels even and i said if i'm going to spend like a medium or lower tier hotel you're looking at a couple hundred bucks a night easy Mm -hmm. and so i said i'm you know i'm here in the big city singapore where the the future lives i'm going to splurge a little so i went up a little bit couldn't quite get to the five-star hotel level that was a little bit out of my price range but i splurged on uh the the yotel on uh orchard avenue i think it was 
And I basically, cause it looked kind of like futuristic and that I knew, I knew they had robots. So I, yeah. I booked it. I was like, Oh, awesome. And um, yeah, there's, they're short on real estate. Like you get in there, these rooms, they just stuff everything, everything in them. And I, I got a nice room. I uh, splurged even and got a room with a view. So a lot of the rooms, no, no window. Mm. So, but where they do put the window is right in the bathroom. Right. So you walk in a window in the, where's the window go to? To the outside. What do you mean? The window. So the only window in like a hotel room is in the bathroom to outside. Like yeah. there's nothing by the bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you walk in, it's kind of like a dorm room. You walk in immediately. There's your bed, which it's got like a button control. So you can like raise it or decline it. So you can like sit on it mm-hmm. uh, like a couch or something and you can lay it flat. And right next to the bed is like the sink. Um, there's a TV on the wall and then there's like a glass glass barrier separating the bathroom from the bedroom and the bathroom, the shower and toilet, like a lot of um, my places that I, I traveled to uh, we're all in the same kind of room. Like there's no separation between the shower and the toilet. Mm. Um, and then so right. That? Yeah. Well, I didn't, it didn't really bother me. It's yeah. kind of weird, but it didn't like it are, didn't you, really are your me. feet like in an inch of water oh, when you're pooping? Yeah. Or like, so how does it work? some, yeah, like you're 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 stepping on wet ground. Yeah, like where's the divide for like wa- the water drainage, you know? Yeah. So a lot of the time, a lot of the bathrooms I experienced here, if you had a shower earlier, yeah, you're you're getting wet. Mm-hmm. Like your feet are getting wet. Damp uh damp and so this one yeah it's close enough where i have a shower uh later that day yeah I'm, my feet are getting damp they're getting mm. all wrinkly mm-hmm. um, but then right next to that is is the window glass to or a ceiling to floor floor to ceiling window and there's like a note that says hey you might want to close your blinds if you're doing your business in here i think that's just a recommendation for the for other people. Right. And, um, but I had a great view. I was on the 27th floor. I could look down and see everyone. Everyone could look up and see me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, it's it, overall like hotels there, places there, short on space. It's not over a big suite overall, but it was cool. So I walk in there, everything's lit up in like purple. I don't know what they like. I don't know. It adds to the futuristic feel. It's yeah. like I'm on a space shuttle. Everything's purple. They've got the hotel was called Yotel with a Y, right? And for some reason they had a, a Y next to the TV that lit up too. I thought it was a, a little unnecessary to have this like light that's shaped like the letter Y and glows purple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's their I thing. Like, I was like, okay. And then of course I wanted to know more about these robots. And I passed them coming in when I was checking into the hotel. I saw them sitting there. They look like uh R2D2 and R2D2 the girl version right and um anyways um i think they're just used to like move stuff up and down the hotel so i was i don't know actually know what the extent of their service is but anyways i they the hotel provides free water bottles so i said you know what i could use more water anyways so the first night there of course i have to have to call i have to call on the robots and i Mm -hmm. so i call the desk i say hey send up one of the robots with some waters and they say, sure thing. A few minutes later, you, well, actually I was waiting. I was waiting for it. Are I, you I sure waiting. you weren't talking to like a virtual Yoshi or Yolanda? 
I'm not sure, but they had very distinct voices and way of talking. But with the advanced technology I saw in Singapore, it could have easily been like a disguise. Like they could right. be outsmarting me mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. like pretending at one point to be human and then like exaggerating the robotic voice to, <laughs> yeah. to kind of make me yeah. feel more comfortable with the whole idea, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know that for sure. Um, but anyways, the robot comes up. I'm watching. So I'm looking out my people in my door. I'm, I got I want to keep an eye on these things. What's going on? And so I see this, this, this shadow kind of move in front of my door. Then I get a phone call. It's the robot. It's Yoshi. And he says, yeah, I don't know. I think he makes some joke and he's got this really giddy high pitched voice and says, my delivery is here. He's got something for me. I open up, he greets me, hello, opens up his insides. There's my water bottles that I ordered. I grab them. There's like a button on his face that you press to confirm you got everything you need. And then I watched him go back down the hall. He turns around, goes back down the hall, gets on the elevator all by himself, picks the right floor. And, you know, I also rode the elevator with one or both of them on a couple of occasions too, just by chance. And Mm -hmm. got a couple of selfies. So that was cool. But they, yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds great. That's great. All right, and uh, Bali, you were out yeah. uh, hanging ten, as it were. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's what the uh, kids say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Bali was amazing. I had a unbelievable time. I was uh, really good, um, as good as I could have hoped for, or better. Um, for the first. Uh, or I had a couple nights to myself at first, and then I actually joined this group tour um, with a company called G Adventures, mm-hmm. Canadian company, and um, kind of got talked into it when I was planning this trip. And um, I wasn't sure about it. I wasn't sure what to expect, but it was awesome. It was one of the highlights of my trip was, was this group tour because we had such a great group of people. Uh, everyone was so nice. We all got along. Um, yeah, that's sexual. no drama. Um, mm. It was a great size group too. There was only nine of us plus our tour guide. Our tour guide was amazing, like above and beyond. It's just nice, funny, knowledgeable. All the experiences, um, excursions, whatever you want to call them, were were great. Even a few surprises in there that weren't necessarily on the itinerary mm-hmm. uh, i just felt like we covered so much ground and we did so much well without it being or feeling rushed and i thought it was just like awesome sit back um accommodation and transport all covered and taken care of and just yeah just being around a great group of people and doing a lot of cool things and seeing beautiful sights it was it was really good yeah, that's kind of a cool way to do it when you're solo traveling, like just a way to meet meet other folks doing the same the same thing. You're you're bound together. There's no shaking you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're bound. Right. Um, and so I had heard some people that I know had done something similar before, and then uh, when I was planning like this whole thing, and also planning the the work portion of my trip in San Francisco, mm. I was talking to our guy that that sets all the, the flights and all the travel up through our work. And anyways, he mentioned this company and mentioned this idea and obviously first time solo traveling. So I was kind of open to just, just trying out some different things, see what I liked. And um, yeah, it, it really worked out. 
Um, you know, I wonder, like, I definitely do it again. But the one thing I, I wonder is like, you never know what, what the people are going to be like, they're always going to be, yeah. it's always going to be a different group. And then maybe it's double the size next time or just, or maybe it's like 15 people or even 12 people. Yeah. You know, well, there could be closer. like bull- bullies on the trip, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Real that, assholes. That find you, you know? I mean, um, our guide was telling us a couple stories about a couple people in the past that weren't the greatest or were terrible. Um, you know, so that could happen too. Mm. Um, but overall my, my experience was, was great. Yeah. Sick. Uh, and so if you, if someone had five days to spend at, in Singapore or Bali, what would you, what would you recommend? Oh, you gotta do, you gotta do Bali. Like Singapore, I could, I, the, my initial plan was only to do a day there. Mm. And then I got talked into two days cause I, I arrived late and I departed early. So I arrived late on Wednesday, had the full day Thursday and Friday, and then I departed really early in the morning on Saturday. I, there was only really one reason I wanted to go there and that was the gardens by the bay is what it's called. And that's where they've got like these futuristic gardens. Yeah. It's kind of like the solar punk kind of, kind of look to it, you know, yeah, like it's, just it's green awful. everywhere. If Yeah. It feels like it's kind of out of this world or it feels like something I would see at Disneyland. But um, anyways, I'd covered that. Uh, and that took up a quite a bit of time of my first day, actually. But I would have been happy with just seeing that and maybe a couple other things. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there's, I don't know. I, I didn't also at the same time, I didn't only experience a sliver of the city or country Singapore has to offer. But um, I don't know. I feel like Bali is way more appealing overall for like a vacation. But I also yeah. don't really like big cities uh, in general. Yeah, for, like, a, a vacation. small town Canadian, Yeah, man. small town country boy mm. and singapore are like 10 times more expensive so you're gonna like die after five days i would have spent my whole budget in five days in singapore damn yeah all right bali it is nice. yeah but uh i don't know singapore is worth going to for sure for at least a day it was really cool i, I really enjoyed my my short time there yeah it sounds like a lot of the connecting flights are probably going through that airport right yeah, um, there for this for Bali, it was like Singapore. There was Manila in the Philippines. Um, I don't know, maybe one or two others common ones. I think maybe like Hong Kong or something. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about. I might have ranted about this before, but what a stupid fucking idea it is to make a nice airport. You yeah, know? you did. Yeah, like no one yeah. gives a shit. So Singapore, world renowned airport. And so I was interested in seeing it. And I, so I went through there three times total because I got, went there the, on the way there. Then I went back to Singapore and then I flew out of Singapore. The one disappointing thing is their crown attraction, which they call the, the jewel. And within this jewel is this vortex waterfall. Okay. I didn't in the, in the airport, in the airport. Oh, yeah and yeah. this actually this section of the airport is open to the public apparently too mm. um but this thing i missed the first two times i was there i just i didn't find it and then i didn't really bother to look hard enough to really spend all my time tracking it down because um, it's a pretty big airport and then on the third time when i was flying out it actually the water i found it but the waterfall wasn't running because it's just so damn early i guess 
So it looked really like it would have been, I was like, wow, this would have been really cool to see. Um, but unfortunately it was not running. Um, but the airport overall, I don't know, it was pretty hyped up in my mind. I knew it was gonna, it's supposed to be this amazing airport. Um, like it was okay. Like I, I would I'd say it's like, I had a fine to good airport experience, but as far as uh, like wow factor, the waterfall thing would have been cool to see for a few minutes. Um, other than that, yeah, like a lot of shops, which I don't care about. Um, they had some outdoor areas as well as like a, uh, a butterfly garden and oh, the butterfly garden was kind of cool. The outdoor areas were interesting in theory because they had like different plants but it was really just where smokers went to smoke so you go out there it's just this haze of smoke <laughs> <laughs> um, so airport overall maybe a little bit disappointing but too bad i couldn't see that damn mm. vortex waterfall yeah yeah huh? well i guess that means you have to go back but singapore um you know i took the train there like around town super easy to use um, walked a lot, um, mostly spent all my time kind of downtown by the Marina Bay where, it, where the, the gardens that I mentioned, as well as they have the Marina Bay Sands Hotel, which is a big famous hotel with mm. like three towers and a, I don't know, this oblong shape on top. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool, but you're going to spend, a, especially if you like to drink, you're, you're going to spend a lot of money. Yeah, you like to drink. Yeah. So I, you know, and I didn't let the, the cost of beer stop me, but in yeah. the airport, it was like 17 bucks for a pint, uh, in town, it ranged kind of from where you were at and what kind of beer you're getting, but you're looking at least $11 for, a for a pint. And then up from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you still like $3 that. beers in Bali. Right. Well, we're paying like 10 bucks a pint in like Kelowna these days, you know, you know, after tip and all that. Well, this is before tip, although I don't mm -hmm. think the tipping culture is the same. But, right. Yeah. But yeah. Right. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's well, I like I, I wanted to travel to get away from our prices. Right. Yeah. So uh, that was definitely a big appeal to going to Indonesia for this trip. No kidding. Yeah. Nice. Uh, really good. Um, what do you think about uh, bidets? I have never tried one. Really? Okay. I, so I tried them for the first time this trip and mm. I used them, you know, use them like every day. Cause every, every toilet in Singapore and Bali have them. Yeah. Um, they're common. And I'm wondering, like, I'm wondering if I got to get one for my home. Cause you can get like attachments. Yeah. You know, I was thinking like we clean everything else with water and that's like their stinkiest area, but we don't use water for it. You know, yeah. Like, people that, that use them swear by them and say, we're crazy. Cause like, how can you possibly clean that mm. properly with just paper? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So what happens at the end? So you do bidet and then is there, do you finish with toilet paper or you just air dry that thing? Like, is there like <laughs> a, like kind of like a hair dryer yeah, feature? Well, see the toilet moves on like a, sort of contraption like a like a car wash right and so you you sit on it you get the spray and then you go through this hair jar <laughs> no so you don't you don't air dry it i mean i didn't try that uh i guess like they if you have a hair dryer you could give it a shot <laughs> um no you use paper still mm. um mm. yeah you, you still you still use the paper um but they had um the most common bidet is like a hose um 
uh, I forget what they were calling it, a nickname, but they, anyways, they have like a spray hose and that thing uh, came in handy because uh, over there they have some different critters and bugs. Mm, and okay. uh, so I pulled that out a couple times to, 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 get, to catch me some critters that were in my, uh, in my unit or in my bathroom. I ah. just started, they start firing it because the whole, right. The, the shower and toilet, remember mm. share the same space. So everything is meant to there's drains everywhere everything's like that shower towel uh tile yeah it's okay like it's not like it's hardwood floor and or carpet <laughs> so i i pulled out that that gun that bidet gun a couple times to get a couple roaches or a couple bugs and uh because they're they can be fast yeah so you slow them down and then you can uh deal with them after that smack them or <laughs> grab them or whatever yeah and then but then the second type of bidet which is, uh, I first experienced, it was the first one I experienced in the Singapore airport. And um, it's fancier. It's a bit creepier. It's a bit, um, you know, it might give, I feel like it might give some people a little bit of anxiety. It reminds me of, have you ever, you must have at least know the, the alien from the movie, like Alien. Oh, yeah. And do you know how it has like a mouth inside its mouth? Mm-hmm. And that, so like it like it growls and then you see this mouth, like this little mouth yeah, yeah. kind of pop out or slide out. That's mm. kind of like what the bidet does. It's like centered on the toilet at the back and then you push down a knob and then it kind of slides out horizontally and mm. then sprays you. And so you're, it's out of your hands kind of, you, you can control, you have this one knob that makes it like, come out from hiding and spray you and you push it comes out sprays you other than that it's out of your hands with the gun you know you have full range of movement you can like shoot down bugs like i was saying you could wash your hair if you really wanted you can do whatever you want but this other fancier one it's like part of the toilet and it creeps on out and then shoots out yeah okay so i got a question for you for for toilets um you know we're talking about all this technology you know yoshi Yolanda. Um, so, you know, if your toilet was sentient, would you rather have it crave your bodily waste or like hate you for it? Oh, I mean, both are bad. Yeah. They're well, not I, good. I wouldn't. Yeah. Both are bad. I don't want the toilet even probably, I probably don't want it talking to me. Yeah. But it's, uh, it, it maybe it doesn't talk, but you know, it's like, there's like some, you know, form it's of enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Either it. it's enjoying it or it like hates it. Like it really uh, doesn't like it when you, I'd probably the do bathroom. the enjoyment one. I think. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think I go hate you for it actually. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's something about the, the enjoyment factor that just kind of creep me out. You oh, know? it's like, definitely creepier. Yeah. But I kind of yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't mind that. Like it hates me. It's kind of like I'm his like robot like he's my robot slave in a way yeah um you know and you know maybe he's not supposed to like my poop but uh you know you know loves you for it or craves it craving craving it is that just be creepy like it, you know if you're like go to the bathroom somewhere else that your toilet's gonna be like sad yeah right yeah that's mm. true i'd feel bad maybe mm. oh, i gotta go home guys i gotta go <laughs> no, to the bathroom. guys yeah yeah well you know like if you get like the you know if you you get the slides or something like oh god like this toilet is just going to be having a heyday <laughs> out there. right oh god 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd still, I yeah. still stay with my answer though. Mm, okay, you're too. Okay, okay, can you, can you believe this? Okay, how many a sixteen hour flight on the way there, San Francisco to Singapore? Mm-hmm. Um, how many bathroom breaks do you think I took? Oh, uh, probably one every every like four hours. So, so like about four. four. Yeah. Okay. I took one, one bathroom. Break. Oh God. And uh, guess how many uh, movies or television shows I watched on 16 hour flight. Uh, how many movies? I think you watched four movies. Zero. zero, zero, zero. I couldn't believe it myself. Zero movies, zero TV on that entire flight. I don't know what I did. I passed out and I, I was this on the way on, there or back? This was on the way there. And okay. it was a late, late flight out of San Francisco. Mm. And I managed to pass out, which is awesome. Except I missed dinner. And, but anyways, oh. I missed like seven hours of the flight. That's like unbelievable for me sleep wise. Mm. And boom, it's like half over. After that, I think I just filled my time with like music or podcasts. And I, I had downloaded all these movies and things like that. I didn't watch a single one on the way there. I was flabbergasted at myself. Impressive. Very yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. A little freak. The way back was um, split up because I went to Singapore, to Tokyo or to Japan, mm-hmm. to Vancouver. So it was like more like seven hours to Japan, eight hours to Vancouver. And that was an early flight. I had to wake up at about 2 a.m. in Singapore and I had gone to bed relatively early the night before so i knew i wasn't really going to be ready to sleep or able to sleep at least on that first flight and so the first flight was okay it's just i couldn't sleep um then i started getting tired on the second one but i wasn't really ready to sleep maybe got like an hour of sleep and then in vancouver in the airport where i had another four hour layover i was getting pretty tired and then you know by the time i got home exhausted because by that time i think it had been like you know, 28 hours or something mm. without sleeping. And then Saturday night. So I get home. Oh, let's say it was a 28, 28 hour travel day. And I was up for, you know, 27 hours and I get home. I'm it's like two 30. I'm, I don't actually want to go to sleep because I'm afraid of like going to bed too early. Uh, and also I was excited to watch some hockey, which just started up uh, right. last week. And so I decided to, to stay up. And so I ended up like napping for an hour or two during the Leafs game. And then the Oilers and Flames were playing that night. Mm-hmm. And so I stayed up till like 1030. And I was like exhausted at this point. But I powered through it. And I set my alarm because I just do that. And even though I didn't need to get up for any reason, I set it for like 1030 or 10. It went off. I turn it off, go back to bed. Then I maybe wake up once or twice more and immediately like just fall back asleep. I wake up one more time. I'm like, oh yeah, it must be pretty late by now. Like I should probably get up. It's 4 p.m. I slept for 17 hours. Jesus Christ. I didn't think that was possible. (laughs) And I was like, holy crap. (laughs) 17. Oh my God. Or I should say like 11 o'clock to four o'clock the next day just sleeping <laughs> and i i don't know that so i did get up for like yeah. a few hours i went back to bed you know uh you know by like nine that night but so i got up and i was pretty drowsy still maybe because i overslept at that point like so much 
but uh got up went back to bed then i woke up at like 2 30 the next day and i'm, I'm working and it's monday woke up at 2 30 i realized i'm not falling back asleep so at about three i get up start and then i start just going over how much money i spent and then i all the next thing you know i just kind of carry on with my day gym mm. work and all that crap but yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was a bit amazed too at that 17 hour sleep. Yeah. That's impressive. That's, that's record breaking. Like that's huge. I've never it, I actually had to double check at one point, like to make sure it was still Sunday. That the math was still, still right. I yeah. was like that. Uh, I was like when we were in the jail cell mm. and um, like um, what's his face from Jumanji. You're right. What year is it? What year is it? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Now, so actually that leads me to my next, I have so much to talk oh, about here gosh. Today. but jet lag, it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. It's so fake. Just a made up story. Just like uh, altitude. Yes, sickness. exactly. Like altitude sickness, both mm. fake, both I have proven are fake this year. And people keep asking me, you know, oh, how's the jet lag or wait for the jet lag. And I'm like, not gonna happen and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay so i yeah, was like psycho in, admittedly on monday a little bit got a little bit tired because i was up at 3 a.m that day mm. and you know i just gotten back on saturday so i'm a little bit tired also i'm coming down from my vacation high so i'm like what am i doing back at work i should be back with yolanda and yoshi yeah this isn't um, right so but then since like yesterday i'm like just back in the groove i'm just like the normal normal tired normal monday to friday tired but mm. no jet lag no don't believe in it no people no don't get it <laughs> gotta try to i think uh you know what about the argument that you traveled so far you know that you, there was no time difference like you you went so far <laughs> up around the globe that it's just like there's it's not the same as going like six hours across to like uh the east coast or something like that right you, that went, you sounds... went so far that it just doesn't it doesn't that just sounds like a uh like a jet lag person grasping straws like mm -hmm. like yeah. this moving the goalpost trying to win an argument like yeah. no like just give it up uh, yeah I, and for the record you know i've done a, the six hour flight too no problem no mm. problem yeah all right that settles it so you know next time it's all mindset so next time you're going on a long flight 10 hours five hours 20 hours like just don't if of course if you go into your 20 hour flight thinking about how shitty you're gonna feel all this jet lag yeah week, you're gonna, yeah you're gonna Wah. feel like shit so yeah. just, just like, like people me. have that crying baby mindset going yeah. into it they got their they got their neck pillows you know yeah. they're ready just so to many be people like, have those neck pillows. yeah they're like oh like oh this is really gonna suck like <laughs> oh poor me on vacation you know just smarten up yeah <laughs> exactly smart yeah, i just, just want to shake people when i see them out there in the airport when they're <laughs> when they're rock walking around like they're you know in pain <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally yeah, yeah. Christ. Right. um I still have so much more. Can I oh, keep going? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got this is the Kurt episode. So um the uh, actually one thing I noticed was, and what I thought I might notice is Bali is like so Bali's a popular spot, right? Like it's a hip, hip spot. Like Eat Pray Love was filmed there. Like Julia mm. Roberts is here. Julia and Roberts so, people. Yeah. yeah. So it's very busy in certain areas. And I noticed the 
influencers were out and about for sure okay. like it was noticeable like because like first thing i i'm getting off the plane i think this is in singapore and i'm getting off i'm one of like the last people off i think and front row like somebody's already filming like a vlog i think they were like testing out some flight slippers or something <laughs> and they were they were like oh and you know what these slippers oh i just made the flight go by super fast it, I didn't even notice we were on a plane. I just kind of hear that kind of conversation and I see a camera yeah. uh, while I'm like exiting the plane. And then um, here and there, there's there's obviously people taking, I see people taking uh, vlogs or they're they're talking into their phone or into a camera. And uh, But one stood out was um, on a beach on I don't know, night number one or two. And there was a girl with like a whole camera crew. It was two people. And they had, I don't know, a couple of cameras, a couple of mics. She had a couple of different outfits going on or like a bikini and a couple of different t-shirts going on. Oh, and wow. it was like when the sun was setting and everyone was coming in from surfing, there were maybe a couple of stragglers out there still catching the last wave. And so she kept like pretending to run into the water with her surfboard um, <laughs> over and over again Yeah. Um, on camera and then changing the shirt and kind of doing that again and then like posing. Mm. And I thought that was interesting. I mean, cause I just don't see it. So uh, you don't see it in small town Penticton as much, right? Right. People aren't like, they don't have multiple outfits going into the vineyards, you know, yeah. kind of like with a film crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You, you, I mean, obviously people want to uh, post some great shots on their Instagram, whether it's uh, wineries or on the lake or whatnot, but this was just like on another level that I'm not used to seeing. And yeah, well, I mean, you know, Fair enough if she's like getting her getting her paychecks or if she's getting her travel paid for. But I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough for her. But I have trouble with the, you know, the film crew. Yeah, you know, these <laughs> these poor saps like what? Well, are they, they, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What are they doing with their life that put them there? You know, like I don't know. Are, are they getting paid? I don't know. They like, must. Well, they got to be getting something. They got to be getting. Yeah. There's some kind of kickback here. But like, <laughs> my God, like maybe they don't. You know, they just just poor souls. awful awful experience (laughs) can't imagine anything worse we have less than a minute left um what do we do i still have like i have so many i have so many things but they might just have to wait for uh you know till the next next week i i do have 30 seconds i can just bang this one out okay um you know a big old fuck you to loblaws uh, oh, yeah. you know they said oh you know you know, we really feel for all the canadians and in inflation so we're gonna put a price freeze on our products for the next three months it's like oh we're so fucking gracious aren't we hey <laughs> these guys again record profits just coming out here oh we're gonna put a price freeze at the point where most groceries are gonna have to go down in the near future you know <laughs> we're, we're gonna put a freeze we're really looking out for all of you Canadians, how grateful are we to the Weston family? Like just our favorite little oligarchs, our favorite grocery king.
Thank you.